Ready? Tell me about your socks then. Okay, well, I'm wearing my good socks. It's my first class bitch socks. Where'd you get these? I got them from a store that sold them. <laughs> and they just say first class bitch. Yeah, that's what they say on them. I can't wait till you wear these on a plane <laughs> in coach. <laughs> and then only one word of them will be right. <laughs> just bitch. <laughs> That's funny. How are you? I'm concerned about you. <laughs> I really am. I am about concerned me. about you. Why? You're like not handling this well. <laughs> You're not okay. You're really struggling and I feel for you. Right? I think you're projecting. I'm projecting? Why do you think I'm not doing okay? Because you're stressed. I can <laughs> sense your stress all the time. And I'm adding to it okay. by being a maniac all week. No, I've I just get had, that. I've had a very emotional week on yes, top of a very, like, um, I guess it's stressful at work. It's heavy news. It's constantly. heavy news. Yeah. And um, it's also just, like, not bringing me that. Yeah, it's just usually I go to work and it brings me joy. Right. And I'm finding that now I go to work and it's not bringing me joy because we're just constantly talking about COVID-19, as you will hear in the podcast. Yeah. Actually, what's interesting about this podcast, too, is, like, you'll hear the progression of, like, how we're kind of taking it lightly from the beginning of the week. Yep. And so the beginning of the podcast. And then it just gets more and more serious really? as the podcast goes on. And we're like, oh, oh, oh. Oh, okay. Yeah, we're we're in it, and this is real now. Um, yeah. So by the end of the week, I am a little bit like exhausted emotionally and uh, mentally, which is so but fair. How about you? How are I, you doing, Paul? I just oh, I'm fine. Um, but um, I think <laughs> I think that that you know to address that, we always took it the right amount of serious. I think right as I think the news we were was staying, coming. Yeah. yeah, as the news was coming out, we were trying to stay. You know, we didn't want to go overkill. We wanted to remain optimistic. But then as the news, you know, it's like, again, we're just deferring to the experts. And so the experts were saying, even at the beginning of this week, right, um, that uh, the risk is low and but just, you know, maintain good hygienic procedures and you should be okay. And then as it got more serious, word was coming out, okay. This is very serious now, and, mm-hmm. and you know, we've had uh, borders shut down, and uh, everything's canceled. Everything is canceled, yeah. right? And it's like, okay, yeah, and that's the appropriate amount of uh, risk assessment, mm-hmm. and I think we were just on top of that and, and with it as well the entire time. So that's what you're going to hear fucking all the entire fucking podcast. Yeah. I agree. It is, it is a nightmare. It is. I hated yesterday, <laughs> by the way. There was a moment off the air where, like, I had to be the adult in the room, which I hate being because you were just like – Let's talk about something fun right now. Not COVID. And I was just like, yeah. I know, but this is one of our like most listened to hours and yeah. you really need to hit this news. And I hated being the adult in the room. No, I, I was happy that. you did because you were so right. Because we, I mean, for us, like we're talking every time we turn on the mic, we're talking about COVID. So it seems like, you know, we just are like just constant like it must it it feels like we're repeating ourselves but at the same time we have to remember oh yeah no people listen only like 15 minutes at a time and when is the most important time to talk about it you know at the time that everyone's driving home from work so yeah yeah, it made sense i just needed that little like snapback like nope i know it seems like we're talking about it nonstop. we are but this is information that's important to the listener and that was like yeah our mindset going into to the shows every day was like okay this is like we Mm -hmm. can put our show aside Mm mm-hmm and just do what's best for the listener right now. I took no pleasure in, you not, know, obviously like, yeah, having yeah. to do that or like, or just that being everything all we talk about all the time. But I also do really appreciate right now, 
Um, I think if you listen uh, to The Zone and you listen to Dylan and Jason in the morning, I've been up early for no reason and listening to them a little bit this week. And Mm -hmm. they have also been doing just a fantastic job of hitting this, of, you know, which... Doing what I hope we're still doing is, like, remaining light. Mm-hmm. It's supposed to be fun to listen to the radio, right? But also taking it seriously and coming up with, like, good information and good insight. Yeah. And uh, I hope that's what you find on this podcast as well as we hit this thing over and over and fucking I, over. I do have to point out, I remember at one point this week, you, mm-hmm. like, off the air, you looked at me and you you started proclaiming um, <laughs> if I were to die yes. and what you wanted to tell me. <laughs> And you, oh, what did I say? you were like, I just want you to know that I love you, that I appreciate you, that you mean a lot to me and, and something else. Yes. And though I scream at you and you just you. And so thank you for that. Yes, of course. Appreciate hey, it. This, the, that should be on everyone's checklist right now. Wash your hands. Uh, stock up on canned goods. Proclaim your love to a loved one. Yeah. Be, well, be kind to each other. Just show kindness and let everyone know that you love them because you might be dead soon. <laughs> no, no. no, no, no. Just kidding. No, no, no. That's a panic mode. Um, I'm scared now. But Here's yeah. one thing I wanted to bring up to you today mm-hmm. that I... Uh, I was maybe going to mention on the radio, but I didn't. Um, I found this great... Th- okay, Italy. Hardest hit right now. Yeah. Right? Really sad. Uh, my paisans, my uh, country folk for five-eighths of my uh, genetic heritage. Mm-hmm. and um, But I found this thing online floating around about the, the ancient Romans, who I also regard as my uh, heritage and my lineage and my paisans. Um, they, to ward away illness, mm-hmm. would wear amulets of this particular god, this deity, that... Um, it was a winged creature whose head, tail, and uh, two little legs, all penises. Oh. So just imagine that. <laughs> just imagine, right? It's a creature. Like imagine like a, like a hot dog, but yes. the head of it's a penis. A penis. And then the end of it goes into no, like a, a or long finger tail penises? and penis. And then it's got like, yeah, like two, like, wing, like, a, like a thing of a bird, right? With two like talons. But instead of, like, legs with talons, but instead of talons, penises. Penis talons. And the wings, and it flies around. And it's going. And they had beautiful jewelry and amulets that they would wear on their neck. Can we find those online? I I would love. I would love that. I would rock it every day. I need that right now. We all need one of those. Even if it doesn't say ward off sickness, right? It could put you in a very nice spiritual, wonderful oh. mood. Oh, just I... having that around your neck at all times. You would be fired immediately because you'd be like poking it in people's faces. <laughs> <laughs> okay, is that a fireable offense? <laughs> Are in... these socks a fireable offense? <laughs> first class bitch. Here comes a first class bitch. <laughs> put it in your ear, put it in people's ears. What do you think about this? Yeah. Oh, that's really nice to know, though. Yeah, isn't that? Do you wonderful? know the name of him? It's like uh, fascinus or something like that. Oh, it's like it's okay. almost like facet and penis put together. Something like that. Yeah. It's no. It starts with an F. Oh yeah. So it's flaccid. Duh. Um, so yeah, I don't know the name of it, but you can look it up. Look up like ancient Roman penis dick wings. Phallic <laughs> wing dick Just put that in deity. your Google search at work and see what happens. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Oh, that's really cool. Yeah. Your heritage. That's real nice. So what are you going to do? Are you going into quarantine this week then? Um, this weekend, tonight, I'm actually, yeah. So, you know, I'm, I know this sounds bad, but I'm kind of looking forward to just like staying in. Hell yeah. After the week, you know. Um, so tonight I was supposed to go to a beer fest event. Of course, that's canceled. Yeah. So 
I think I'm just going to have, you know, a few friends over and make some chicken wings. Beautiful. Yeah. How about you? Uh, Yeah. I haven't been playing a lot of video games recently, so I'm just going to crush some vids. Mm. And I'm looking forward to that. And um, yeah, uh, same. If I could like not leave the house all weekend, that would be a lovely, wonderful thing. It's springtime almost. And I am getting into the place where I want to leave the house a lot. Yeah. But I'm thinking that maybe it's better that I not. Um, I okay. What about this though? Can we go for hikes? Yeah. Yeah. Right. I think so. I mean, if you're not if you're not in quarantine because you just traveled somewhere and could have the virus, right? I think going in the woods by yourself is totally fine. It's not 250 people at a time out on a trail. No, I think that's I think that's a good idea. Breath of fresh air is a good thing. Yeah. Okay. Or like go for a drive. You know, I think that's a good idea oh. also. Um. Okay, what about this? I'm going. Uh, uh, wait, I haven't talked a ton about this on this pod, but I, but I am getting excited for. It. I'm going on a trip at the end of April mm-hmm. to first to Toronto, which should be okay, but then to New York, and mm. I'm like even just this morning they're talking about like do not travel outside of Canada. And yeah. if you d- and like for non-essential travel, I'm like this isn't essential. This is me and my buddies are dicking around and eating pizza and drinking beers. Yeah. So I'm very concerned that that's going to fuck up my trip. And I don't know. I wonder if I should still go. Well, I, th- I think you can go to Toronto. I think that's totally fine. And then when you're in Toronto, see how it, how the climate is there. I don't yeah, know. Right. Because um, it's one plane from Toronto, right? Um, or, I don't know. Is it a drive? How do you get to New York from there? Yeah, I'm taking a flight. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I know. And it's the, yeah. And then I would have to. Buy a flight back from Toronto to home oh, if I decided to yeah. not go to New York and then I'd have to cancel all those flights. What's good is that right now it's it's a good time to cancel flights. Like they're going to be very lenient and give you your money back likely. Like I know Air Canada, for example, oh, yeah? is like giving people's money back completely saying like, hey, you're staying home actually. Right. Um, but then again, like you are allowed to travel. Mm-hmm. It's just it's not recommended right now. Right. Like I, have, I had a friend who left for... Australia actually right now. Oh whoa! <laughs> yeah, because they had this huge trip planned and they had to visit their grandparents over there. So oh. they're like, "Yeah, we we are still going and we're risking it," which I mean is not recommended at all. But I, and that's that also counts as like a, bl- a pleasure trip, right? I mean, oh one hundred percent, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh god, yeah. And then think about like yeah, if you go outside of canada think about the quarantine time too is that mm-hmm. worth it two weeks off i mean yeah yeah would i have to go into quarantine yeah i would if- yeah if you got out of canada <laughs> oh god i this is a month away i'm just like desperately hoping that yeah. all of this clears up within the next few weeks oh god well since this podcast too um since yeah since we released this or the podcast that you're going to be hearing, there was um, some news about uh, the researchers over in Toronto oh, yeah. um, who have isolated the virus now. Did you read that? God bless them. Yes, yeah. I did catch that headline. So hopefully that will be a first step into like slowing things down. But I mean, it will still take months before they could create a vaccine or anything like that. You know, Jen, uh, yeah, I hope so too. And it's so funny. It's like uh, the couple of weeks before this, as much as I was, you know, it's like you, you maybe were bummed out or all bummed out about this covid news i'm bummed out about like just the other just political discourse because i certainly pay like a way too much attention to the american mm-hmm. uh, politics <laughs> that are going on right now and uh, the debate down there over healthcare and everything and and my whole thing 
is and always is just like science, 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 science. Like what do yeah. the scientists do? You know my my absolutely like insane pie in the sky idea is that all government should be abolished, elected government. And it should just be scientists who run everything. Like that's mm-hmm. how I feel because scientists, you know, study things and they make informed decisions. Um, and that's how we should be running everything. And so I, so, so I hope that after this, like this is the most serious thing, health scare that's happened in my lifetime, I think. Yeah. Like I remember living through SARS and Ebola mm. and all the uh, swine flu and H1N1, all that stuff. I never remember the NHL shutting down. No. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. This, this is wild in the way that this is, but I really hope that. Like, the heroes of this is going to come out as, uh, and I would love for it to be Canadian scientists, too. Oh, my too. gosh, yes. Because, yeah, those scientists in Toronto you mentioned, I know there's ones in uh, Winnipeg as well who are working really hard on finding a vaccine or a cure. It's like, wouldn't it be so wonderful if they, the heroes, came out of this? And then there was this, like, great awakening or enlightenment of just people <laughs> across the world being yeah. like, we have to listen to scientists Science, more. yes. And then that would help with climate change. It would help with all the other problems that we're having in the world right. as well. Yeah, if we just friggin' listen to the people who are doing the research. <sighs> yep. Um, well. well, again, I hope this uh, brings... I'm sorry that it's... Yeah, the whole, the whole pod is about COVID this week. Mm-hmm. And I'm sorry about that, but I am uh, excited for... Like, as everything shuts down, TV and yeah. all this stuff shuts down, and obviously sports is totally done. Um, I, I, again, I'm proud of what uh, radio can do and be very immediate and informative <laughs> and also fun and, you know, still. I saw this, like, meme that was like, how do we... I wish there was a podcast that was, like, <laughs> live and uh, to the exact time for moments like this. And people are like... Yeah, that's fucking radio. Like radio dude. <laughs> it's still been exist. around forever. Like, <laughs> that's this is when uh, we realize, like, oh no, this job is actually still important. Oh hell yeah! Um, but a great time for podcasts right that now too. because people yeah. need things to listen to, need to fill their time, and yeah, that's what I'm <laughs> going to do. Is I'm going to play vids, yeah, and I'm going to crush podcasts. Me too. So um, yeah, God bless you for listening. I hope we're getting you through this uh, horrible thing in some way. Yeah. Um, uh, <laughs> I'll just plug quickly um, over on the other podcast that the Zone produces, the Geek Out podcast. We were going to do a live pod, uh, not this, but next weekend. Uh, we're going to do that on Facebook Live. So that'll just be a really fun thing. So please cool. join us for that. And uh, that's another good podcast. We have a whole network if you're not familiar. Um, Geek Out podcast. Between the Stammers is a hockey podcast. Oh, I don't know what we're going to talk about this gonna week. They're going to have some hot takes this week. Oh, yeah. yeah. I would imagine. Um, and, of course, uh, the RAG, your podcast that you yeah. do. Yeah. Yeah, have a listen to all those podcasts. They interest you. And thanks. Talk to you next week. Bye. Wow, it really feels like springtime now that daylight savings time is here. And springtime means spring cleaning, and I've decided to get rid of some of my stuff and make a little bit of money right now with oh. a garage sale. Oh, I don't even know, Jenny, if that's a good idea. People never make money off of garage sales. What do you got? Oh, well, I think I have some pretty high-ticket items. Um, <clears throat> oh, yeah, right here is my bucket. Ugh bucket of uh, hand sanitizer. Oh, that's too much. Um, then I have like my whole closet was actually just like filled with toilet paper so I decided to, you know, give that a try. See if I can make a buck or two on that. How do you poop so much? And uh, this little guy here, this little vial I found in the back of my closet. Yeah, uh, I think it's like a vaccine for COVID-18. Useless. Ugh. Do you Hello? think that you are being affected maybe by the time change? I don't know. You I said think you're like, you're feeling a little out of it or something? Yeah, things aren't firing the way that they should be firing, you know? My, like, uh, uh, reaction time is slow. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I think that's just a Monday thing. 
Uh, okay. I, you know, I, I sleep in most days because we have a, a really nice schedule, <laughs> so we can't complain about that. Because don't get me wrong, like I know I complain about the time change back and forth, and it's but it's not really for me personally. No, because like as far as on the weekend, this is like I go to bed when I go to bed, and I. Wake up when I wake up. I don't feel like I lose the hour. By the time Monday rolls around, it's just like, okay, the alarm goes off, whatever. I feel bad even talking about that. Because <laughs> people are really affected today, right? Getting up extra early to go to mm. school or to work. And uh, luckily, it is a beautiful day and the sun is shining and it's not, you know, gray and, gray and dreary. So that's pretty nice. Um, but do you know that the Yukon, they have adjusted their clocks for the last time. They are on permanent daylight saving time now. That's what they're going to do. Yeah, and as you, I'm sure, have heard over the years, we've been thinking about it here in BC, and uh, California and Oregon have also been thinking about going on to permanent times. There's been a lot of studies about how daylight saving time and going on to, uh, or this kind of one where we switch back and forth is like, negative for our health. Right. Um, but now people are flipping and flopping about it. Yeah. Yeah, they're, they're thinking, you know, maybe we need to do more research about the effects of changing it to permanent daylight saving time and what that's going to do for our health, if, if that's going to be a good thing. Oh, really? Because there hasn't been uh, a lot of research on that. And also here in BC, we're only going to change it if California and Oregon do. So, And they're looking into it pretty seriously, though, right? They are, but yeah, yeah it's going to be probably a few more years until anything really happens. But. Right. The Yukon. So, okay, can, do you know more, more about this, this study? They're studying about, okay, if we keep it daylight saving full time, yeah. that could have weird effects on us, like yeah. where we're just stuck there forever? Yeah, they haven't done that much research on that. Right. Instead, they've done the research on how the change affects us. Right. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Okay, well, and I've floated this a million times, but I just love my idea still. When you talk about this, like, what are the big effects, right? Right. Split the difference put us like a half an hour in between. <laughs> I'm serious. And then just leave it alone. I feel like that would probably be best because it's like so much an extra hour in the morning, so much an extra hour in the nighttime. Yeah. Well, how about we just split it if that seems to be the happy medium? Yeah, like a compromise in a relationship. See? We've been talking about this ping pong table downtown Victoria and how no one is really using it and uh, how we ought to be using it <laughs> because we yeah. spent some money on it as taxpayers and maybe we should start, you know, going down there and making that a hobby. Eh, well, it's funny you should mention that. Um, the uh, Canadian Taxpayers Federation, mm -hmm. which is people who uh, are very interested in what we spend our tax money on and uh, love to point out where the waste is, yes. have nominated City of Victoria for their awards every year of like waste, most wastingest money. Uh, so this is what they say. At a cost of $5,150, <laughs> the City of Victoria spent that much money on an... Now, I didn't know this about our <laughs> ping pong table, but it is an imported French... Oh. Stainless steel ping pong table. It's the only way you got to do it, you no. know? You can't go. You can't go with just a regular plywood table. Oh, do you think so? No, you got to go with the imported French table. Because guess what, Jenny? I'm a Canadian, and mm -hmm. I play Canadian I'm on Canadian stainless steel ping pong tables, okay? <laughs> so I think it's baloney that it to be imported. So they say, we spent that much money on a ping pong table in a local park. I feel like we need to call them and be like, it's not a park. No. 
It's in the middle of a road for no reason. They shut down the streets. Now cars cannot go down this road no more. And instead, you must play ping pong and do a bicycle around it. Yeah. So I feel like this could have elevated us. This could have got us from nominee to actual winner. Yeah. If they would have known that. I mean, congratulations, Victoria. Proud, I guess. Um, But uh, this kind of confirms the fact that we need to have a ping pong tournament down there. I think that would be so fun. It's a great idea. We need to. And the weather's getting nicer. Yeah. As soon as possible, we need to get on board with this. Yeah. Yeah. I remember back when I was in school and they would aerate the fields, like the soccer fields, and uh-huh. it looked like goose poop. Um, do you remember that? They had like the little coring things and they would oh, yeah. like try and like, yeah, aerate the, the field. But we also had, yeah, a huge goose population. So we would never know if it was actually goose poop or the aerating cores. So that was gross. But um there was no way to really clean that up. They just kind of left it, and we would just play soccer and, and play dodgeball on Ew. there, and they just kind of left it. But um, someone in Victoria has a solution for this. You reading about this guy? Yes, this is an amazing thing. This guy's name is Mike Hicks, and uh, he was able to use a little bit of the um, uh, money that's put aside for like uh, recreational tools in Saanich, the one of Fuca electoral area. And he says he just wants to have kids have a safe, clean place to Play outside, mm-hmm. unlike you playing in goose poop. <laughs> yeah. So with $10,000 of uh, the gas tax money, he bought from New Zealand a poop picker that uh, is especially designed to pick goose poop off of fields. <laughs> and he says it works like a charm. So it's almost like a huge like vacuum, like a big poop Zamboni. They're it's called. poop Zamboni. <laughs> and it just like sucks up all the goose poop. So then there's a clean playing field for people, which is great. And the photo of him is adorable. He is accompanied by his six-year-old dog, Patches, who yeah. sits on the little uh, poop Zamboni with him. And he just does it every morning. He drives around sucks up the poop and thinks that, you know, maybe this is something that we should see on more fields uh, around Victoria as well, not just this one. Yeah, because he's doing it all out in Souk. The Souk Soccer Club's all stoked on it. Yeah. This is something that we've been needing across this country <laughs> for so long. Anywhere there's like a bigger patch of grass than, you know, your backyard. Just covered in goose poop. Covered in goose poop. Yeah. And it gives the geese a hard name, I think, because, you know, I think a Canada goose is just as majestic as an American bald eagle. You think so? But the big difference is, the reason it gets a bad name is, I don't know what a bald eagle's poop looks like, but I have a horrifying, (laughs) baked into my memory, knowledge of what a Canada goose's poop looks like because it's everywhere. Um, well, um, an eagle poop is exactly like any other, like, bird's poop. Just a big old splat. And when that gets on your windshield, ooh, that could blind, that could blind you. You have seen or... Slash been pooped on by a bald eagle. Yeah, man. When and what? Well, I lived over on the mainland, and there was a lot of uh, bald eagles. If you go across to Tawasin, yeah. have you ever been around there? Yeah. Yeah, they poop. <laughs> they get on your windshield. You've never had that happen. Never. Oh, I've been yeah. pooped on by seagulls it's constantly, scary. but I... my car. I'm talking about not me personally. Sure. Pooped on a yeah, bald yeah. eagle, but yeah, yeah, yeah. A bald eagle pooped on your car. And also, I don't think Canadian geese are as majestic as bald eagles. They like hiss at you. They're. they're Really nasty. In their way. In their way. They're honking. (laughs) Today's Super Mario Day. Look at this. Webmaster Bud gave me a little Super Mario pin. Oh, I had a feeling that was him. You are Mario, hey? I know. In many ways, I am him. And you're Mario uh, for Halloween most years, too. Most years, yes, if I can swing it. And I am a mustache enthusiast. And uh, I have a mustache and I support mustaches. Uh, I don't. I've heard your opinions about mustaches. What? You always say that if someone has a mustache, that it means that they're like uh, overcompensating for a lack of personality or something like that. That's what you always tell me. 
Oh yeah. Well, if it's like just a mustache and they got nothing else going on. What's like the other things that they got to go have going on? A personality. Oh. <laughs> Today, mm-hmm. also to celebrate Super Mario Day, Levi's jeans announced they're putting out this like Mario Brothers crap, and most of it's bad. It's like t-shirts with a bunch of goombas and whatever <laughs> on them or whatever. But they're also putting out, and I've been waiting. I feel like my entire life for this official. Levi's Super Mario Brothers overalls. Yes, yes, love right. It, love like it. good Levi's jeans that have, and they're like I haven't seen the front of them, but I hope that there's like big yellow buttons on them. Mm-hmm. But on the back pocket, there's like a little stitching or whatever of coins, a picture of coins <laughs> going into the pocket. That's gonna be your daily uniform. I can't wait. That's excellent. You know how many how many years I've just gone out and like bought a part a pair of like Carhartt or whatever overall jeans, yeah. and then returned them the day after Halloween. <laughs> Not anymore. Nope. I'll pay whatever it costs, buy this actual Super Mario Brother Levi's overalls, and then live them them forever. Congratulations. It's a big day for for you. So yesterday was Mario Day, and you may have seen on the news that uh, Paul and I actually got in a little bit of trouble. Yeah, we love Super Mario. And so to celebrate, we just were playing a game of Mario Kart. In the streets. On the streets. What's the big whoop? Mario likes mushrooms, right? I guess we're going to eat some mushrooms. I just killed a turtle for fun! <laughs> hey! You just throw a banana peel at me? You! Coachella is now officially postponed to October. So they're looking at the weekends of October 9th and the following weekend, October 16th, uh, for the festival. As of right now, we'll see how. How things play out after that, though. And then even Stagecoach, too, which is the big country version of Coachella. Right. That's getting pushed back to October as well. Oh, my Atlanta. Wild. And uh, we're starting to see full tours getting canceled or postponed as well. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, that is a, a real shame because the mu- music industry is really taking a, a hit from uh, the coronavirus outbreak and can't be good. I, you know, as much as I understand, like, okay, you know, a festival, obviously, hey, listen. Talking to a guy who knows all too well about the communicable diseases you can pick up at a music festival. But listen, Ayo. listen, are we overreacting in some of these ways? It's like I know it's hundreds of thousands of people at Coachella, right? Um, like all gathered in a safe space, mm-hmm. rubbing up against each other. Okay, that I understand how if there's a disease outbreak going on right now, that could be a concern. But also, it's like the flu season's over by the time Coachella rolls around, right? Like, is this a bit of an overkill? Is this a bit of a reaction? So anyways, because again, yeah, like you said, Jen, it does have far-reaching consequences for the music community. Mm-hmm. As, and, and as Coachella goes, you know, it's such a leader in that space. Totally. So we'll see how other places react. Yeah, exactly. I mean, with us having our festival season here, too, yeah. it's, you can't help but wonder how it's going to affect that here locally on Vancouver Island. So I know. I'm tired. You Before we turn on the mics, you just, you're like, you just sigh. And you're like... I'm tired of talking about Coachella. I mean, coronavirus. Yeah, I am a little tired of it. Um, it's just like a little overwhelming. And I, I know a lot of people are, f- you know, either really fearful or they don't really care about it. I think there is like a really nice balance that we need to take on it mm-hmm. where we can't be, you know, just so terrified of going outside. Um, 
but we also like don't want it to be you know something that we're thinking about every single day because that's not good for the mental health either you know right it's it's totally a balance and that's where this other story comes in too where it's um uh, jeopardy and the wheel of fortune both yeah for a little while are going to record without studio audiences and obviously this makes super sense because there's one thing where you know health officials have been very clear that for people that are immune oh i can never say this immune 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 Immunocompromised. That's right. Uh, It can be be quite dangerous. And so Alex Trebek has been fighting pancreatic cancer for a year. I'm not going to have my boy, national treasure, Mm -hmm. greatest game show host of all time, Alex Trebek, fight off cancer and chemo and depression for a year to get taken out by this weakling ass coronavirus. Okay. I'm not going to have that. and in Jeopardy, you'll barely notice, aside from the commercial breaks when they like clap. But like Wheel of Fortune, there's clapping constantly in that right. stupid show. It's like every time they guess a stupid letter, they you know, now they, the whole audience claps as if they invented a new number. <laughs> it's just a, uh, B. Oh, oh, good answer. Good I answer. Love B. Good answer. Good answer. No bees. Oh. I feel like they have enough uh, audio from before that they could just edit it all in. Oh. Some nice, polite golf clapping for them. <laughs> Canned applause. Yeah. That's not a bad idea. Someone texted in something beautiful. Alexander oh. says, I think if the studio audience for both The Price is Right and Jeopardy should be just solo Paul heckling everybody. <laughs> <laughs> Screaming out about bees. Bees. <laughs> Steve, who writes, shout out to Liam for finally getting down with cut up bananas in his morning cheerio. Yum, 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 yum. I love that. I am a huge fan of bananas and Cheerios, and you just reminded me of that, and I think I'm going to go buy some Cheerios now. I have a problem with it. I don't like the textural (laughs) mix. Yeah. You're down with it. I don't like it. It did take me a while because of that exact reason. The thought of like a mushy banana and just like floating in milk is like gross to me, but the crunch, you just have to focus on the crunch, and the flavor is worth it. How about this? It's so good. How about this? What? Make a banana smoothie, and then pour that on your Cheerios. So you get the flavor of the banana, but you, get, you don't have to worry about the different textures. I don't know how I feel about it. Hey, bananas get a little bit of slime to them that I don't care for. Yeah. How about this? You get banana earache medicine, pour that on your <laughs> cherry. There it is. I mean, better That's than that. what we needed. <laughs> oh, some big news that uh, COVID-19 is now a pandemic, a worldwide pandemic. Oh, they called it. They called it oh, a pandemic shoot. now. Um, so, you know, this is this is a very serious situation and, you know, there is a um, there is a balance like we've been talking about for weeks now is there's a balance between like getting too scared or fearful or panicking and also a balance of like not caring enough. Mm-hmm. Um, what I have been seeing is just, yeah, a lot of fake information being spread around the Internet via email, all sorts of just fake information about how to cure coronavirus and how to keep yourself safe. Um, best thing that you can do is if you see something being shared, just fact check it by going on Google, checking out the symptoms, and it, it can be as simple as that. And it's making sure that the source is on there. Yeah. And it's a, a good source and yeah, not just, yeah. you know, someone's blog that they said, you know what, this works for me. It's going to work for you as well. Best um, thing I think that everyone is saying, though, that's real yeah. is just like all you can do is really keep your immune system as healthy as humanly possible exactly so whatever that means to you 
do that. Eat so, healthy, drink eat healthy. water. It's the classic Hulk Hogan. Eat your vitamins, vegetables, do your push-ups. Maybe cut down on drinking for the next few weeks. Oh, really? Yeah. Does yeah. that affect your immune system? Yeah, absolutely. Um, but yeah, just and wash your hands, of course. Use hand wash sanitizer. That's about it. Don't freak out, but it is serious, and we do need to take precautions. And um, yeah, if you feel sick, make sure that you go get yourself checked out. And don't go to, like, huge um, <laughs> gatherings of people and things like that. For many reasons. Obviously, people's lives are at risk. But, boy, am I I'm excited for this to be over. I'm well, excited for it to be over dominating our conversation. Like, look, it's an important thing that we, like, can't take it seriously. And that the scientists and there's people involved right now who are working on finding a vaccine or a cure. And that's phenomenal. But this mm-hmm. thing is dominating all of our discourse, all of our discussion mm-hmm. all over the world right now. Yeah. I get it, but also, boy, I'm excited for things to stop being canceled or postponed. Well, that's the thing. They're not entirely sure how long that's going to be. They're saying it could be six months or more. And it's not a seasonal flu, right? It's not like a seasonal sickness, they're saying. So we just have to be on top of it, take it seriously, but don't panic, okay? You took Flintstones vitamins as a kid? <laughs> I love Flintstones vitamins. They're so tasty. I take my vitamins still today, but I wish I took, could take Flintstones vitamins. I mean, I, sure, I could, right? There's nothing in there that's inherently for children that's going to be unhealthy for me as I'm, an adult, right? I mean, sure, yeah, take as many. Do you ever see those people that's who have those, love. like, vitamin gummies in their house? Yeah. That's dangerous because people just eat them as snacks and they're chomping down vitamins. It's like candy. Don't be doing this. <laughs> Yesterday, we talked about how the YMCA is thinking about putting a new YMCA where the Capital Six movie theater is right now. Mm-hmm. I'm upset about that. I've mm-hmm. seen more talk about it today. I'm upset. People are upset. That is the best movie theater in town. Don't I do be, love that. Look, it, put a YMCA anywhere else. <laughs> That's great. I don't care downtown, but do not mess with that. And there's something else. Another story here about... Uh, possible changes to our region's landscape. Uh, Western Speedway is up for sale. But uh, the mayor out there in Langford was like, we'll see. We'll see what the new owner wants to do with that property. But he really wants to keep it as a speedway. Yeah. He said that any proposal would have to be spectacularly better for the council to approve a rezoning that would allow the demolition of the speedway and some other thing going there. Right. This is uh, Western Canada's oldest speedway. It's been such yeah, a crucial part of uh, Langford and just the greater Victoria area as well. Um, what I get really excited about when the springtime comes mm-hmm. and the sunshine, I immediately want to go to batting cages. Like That's like exactly what I want to do. Dying to go to batting cages. Mini golf as well. Go-karts. That's all I want to do. Sure. Those three things and they're like all fun recreation part of western speedway is opening this weekend for spring break just Ah. a heads up um yeah so i'm definitely gonna be making a little trip over there and it would just yeah it would be a shame to see the western speedway um (laughs) you know close down i don't think that's gonna happen they're they're trying their hardest to make sure that doesn't happen which is good i wonder because i think there are people there and i'm not saying this is right but people who like bought a place to live near the speedway and mm. then they're like what's all this noise oh really <laughs> yeah that and everyone's just loud. like uh that's the speedway that you bought your house right next to uh, it exists yeah. it's been here for like you said uh longest in canada <laughs> yeah. um and so so i wonder there's gotta be people out there right now being like oh, i hope they do think of something spectacularly better a golf course yeah uh mm. go-kart mini golf batting cages that sounds great but how about water slides <laughs> or what about this keep it a speedway but only teslas <laughs> super quiet tesla speedway important uh, news update out of the newsroom uh, vancouver island has its first presumptive case of 
COVID-19 virus. Uh, so health officials say that the patient is a man in his 60s who recently traveled to Egypt. The man is at home under self-quarantine. And, like, we were kind of joshing around about it. But honestly, like, if you, had, you just, if you had to go into self-quarantine, yeah, you know, like, I'd be okay for a bit. I got some cans of soup. Yeah. I am stocked on toilet paper, not because I panic bought it, but because I just have it. Yeah. Um, but, you know, talk to, like, friends and neighbors and stuff. Like, look, at, we're not there at that level yet where yeah. we need to really be planning out for self-quarantine generally. But if you are at risk, like, just think about that. Stay Can, home. Do you have someone who could bring you over some soup or whatever? You know what I mean? But uh-huh. then not touch you. Um, that case was one of uh, seven new cases announced by BC Health officials today. Uh, presumptive means that it still has to be confirmed by an official lab in Winnipeg. Okay, that's so that's going to take a, a few days. I guess so, yeah. Okay. Did you hear today, too, though, this is a big news if you're, you know, concerned, as we all should be keeping an eye on this. Uh, the federal government is spending a billion dollars to help provinces respond to uh, this coronavirus. Yeah. So here's the prime minister talking about it this morning. Canada has been fortunate so far. We have not seen a drastic spike in the number of cases reported, but I know that people across the country are worried worried about their health, worried about their aging parents, worried about the kind of impact this virus could have on their job, on their business. Mm-hmm. So I am worried about, like, my grandparents. Yeah. My parents, certainly, too, yeah. Isn't, like, old enough. Mm, totally. So, yeah, flatten that curve, dude. Mm-hmm. You know, flatten that curve with protective measures, wash hands, do what they say. Well, get a new caboose on the Jenny is Right train because, dude, <laughs> you called it in a major way. Okay, yeah, well... What happens? Okay, so roll up the rim, right? It's that time of year now, and Tim Hortons announced that uh, they're kind of doing it differently. There's going to be an app this time around. They're still having, like, the roll up the rim sort of uh, part of it, but there's going to be an app. They? That's what I'm going to get to. Just wait. Um, I was always mentioning just, like, how I feel bad for the employees of Tim Hortons because they constantly have to handle these like mouth soaked rims of right. garbage. Is that what um, you coined the t- word wetten? Oh yes, that is. We called it wetting it. Um, but yeah, a lot of people use their like teeth and their mouths to like roll up the rim, and then yeah. they hand them to the poor employee who's not wearing gloves, and there's no like bucket for them to put it in, yeah. and then they have to like <laughs> you know give them their free donut or whatever. And I was like, oh, that really sucks as an employee. That that doesn't sound good at all. Um, now that COVID nineteen, of course, is having a huge outbreak. They are not doing the rolling up the rim aspect of the roll up the rim contest that happens. Oh boy. At all. No um, cups. No no cups as of right now. Instead it's just gonna all be on the app. They're gonna take all of the winnings that were on the cup and redistribute them on the app and throughout like other giveaways that they're doing throughout the restaurant. So yeah, and they're saying exactly that reason is because they don't want to put their employees in danger of handling uh, all these rims that have been touched by mouths and things like that. Which I'm, makes perfect sense, I'm, and you dude, you totally called that right. Well, I'm just, I'm just happy that yeah, they just they realize that and um, are thinking about their employees in that way, but are still yeah. continuing to do roll of the rims. So there are chances for you to to win. It just might not be as fun because uh, it's going to be on an app. Yeah, are they though? Honestly, like. I'm not downloading an app. I don't yeah, know, I, like, too I, many I, apps. I don't want an app. I don't, I don't want to win that way. And then how does it work? And then what if I don't have a phone? Mm-hmm. What do I just say to the person? Hey, I just bought a coffee. Can I have a prize? Here's what the person behind the thing is going to be doing. Uh, let's just see if you won. Nope. <laughs> okay, moving <laughs> okay, on with bye. my life. Yeah. <laughs>
It's Art Aronson. Art Aronson. Oh my Welcome, gosh. Dude. Welcome to uh, the show. What brings Art in is that he and I just got back from lunch. Art decided to take on the faux challenge at faux halong. Is that what it's called? Is that yeah, right? Yeah, the faux challenge. Fa. I, don't, I don't pronounce it right. Yeah. And on purpose. Lots now, of people don't. What is the challenge, Art? Okay, so you get this big six-pound bowl of pho noodle soup. Six pounds. You got 15 minutes to do it. You can't Half leave the table. 30 minutes. Really? It felt. Yeah. You, only, you had 30 minutes. <laughs> it yeah. felt like 15 minutes. I sat there next to you slurping noodles for a half hour. Okay, Go yeah. on. You got half an hour to do it. Half an hour, that's it. I feel like an hour would have been you know, yeah. doable, but yeah. half an hour is not a lot of time. So you got to finish it all. Every morsel, all of it, it's 25 bucks to enter. If you win, you get a big gift certificate, whatever. How you much? thought you could do it. 100 bucks. Oh, that's nice. Yeah. You thought you really thought you could do it. I did. I wouldn't have done it. I wouldn't have uh, taken this challenge if I didn't think I could do it. Why and did you, you think you could do it? It's a great question. Yeah. Um, I'm very good at eating noodles. <laughs> that's like one of your character traits. Yeah. Oh, Art Aaron said, yeah, he's great at eating noodles. Oh, by the way, I don't even know if we've said this yet, but you failed spectacularly. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Yeah, it was at around the halfway point, like even before then, about like 17 minutes still left on the clock, he f- he said his first like, oh, I don't know, guys, I think I'm slowing down. <laughs> and then around 12 minutes, you like tapped out, you pushed the bowl away, and then we kept telling, hey, come on, don't, it's not over till it's over. And you kept bringing it back and eating a little bit more, but you didn't hardly touch the steak or the meatballs in it. I, you finished your noodles, you said, but I did still a finish lot of all the noodles. I did. Hey, that's good. It was like the bowl was still, I would say, three quarters full. Yeah, it, it seemed like it was fuller, but but hey, I ate all the noodles. I I went in there the least prepared person ever mm-hmm. for a food challenge. But you are so good at eating noodles. <laughs> I thought I came in there cocky. Mm-hmm. I was hot. I went in there. I, I said I was here to eat noodles, and yeah. well, I failed miserably. I don't know what's worse. The shame of <laughs> not eating the whole bowl of noodles or just the shame of being terrible. Close and your the eyes, feeling you can... that you must have right now. Oh, yeah. Listen, let's just close your eyes. You can hear how full he is. Jen, you said you've never actually met anyone who's finished or completed a no, food challenge. No, you know those, yeah, huge food challenges like you just did. I don't think I've ever met anyone who has finished one successfully. I have. I would love to meet someone who has done it. I knew someone and... Oh, I uh, thought he was going to say I've finished a challenge. Number one, I no, I've done a challenge and I, like Art, got only about halfway through and felt like so gross afterwards mm-hmm. and was so mad mad at myself and gluttonous and I vowed never to do it ever again. I'll never do a food challenge. I think they're awful. I don't think I will either. But I, the guy that I do know who did finish a spaghetti eating food oh, challenge. Yeah. Oh, that's heavy. He was a big, it was weird. It was like he was a big buff guy. Yeah. And he just like, he had that constant metabolism to feed all his muscles. Okay. And I think that's what got him through it. So I'm neither of those things. <laughs> Maybe that was your problem. Well, we're proud of you. This is the major story all over the place mm-hmm. today is just how many things have been canceled uh, due to uh, coronavirus, including uh, concerts and events and tours, as well as all kinds of uh, sporting s- sports. League. Like when the NBA canceled last night, mm-hmm. I was like, whoa, that's crazy. But now here we go. NHL, Major League Baseball has been postponed. The WHL, the Victoria Royals, the season is paused. Um, I know a lot of people are just wondering what's the best thing to do right now. Uh, and I think just the best thing is to know the fact 
facts and also uh, take word from experts yep. and making sure that that is an expert that you are, you know, getting information from. Something that they're saying is that um, I know that uh, all these precautions of like staying inside and social distancing and things like that, you might think that it's unnecessary because there aren't that many outbreaks yet. But what we're trying to do right now is to make sure that there's not any yeah. more outbreaks. And this is a really important step in that and uh, to kind of slow down the spread of the disease, reduce the impact on healthcare systems and uh, give the hospitals time to prepare. And that means everyone just needs to practice good hygiene, protect older people and those with weakened immune systems from exposure as well. So you might be thinking, oh, I have a good immune system. Yeah. I'm a healthy young person. I can go out and I can, you know, be sick and still be out in the, the public. Mm-hmm. It's not about you. It's about the people with those weakened immune systems. We really have to look out for them and older adults as well. And you know what I... I think uh, what to do with your health, with your youthful healthiness, mm-hmm. um, if you can do it in a way that doesn't put these people at increased risk. I've heard some really nice stories of people reaching out to their elderly neighbors, mm-hmm. you know, a phone call or a text message. Hey, are you right? Do you need anything? Because some, like, if you think about it, yeah. especially if you're old, over the age of 60 even. You're at an increased risk of this thing becoming very serious for you. So maybe reach out to your, you know, elderly neighbors or whatever. Hey, do you need me to drop anything off the back door for mm-hmm. you? You don't need to like touch them or talk to them or breathe on them. But maybe you can run a few errands for them. Maybe mm-hmm. that would really help them out and relieve some anxiety. Andrea reached out, and this is really nice. She works with uh, elderly people, and it says that it's on all of their minds, trying to protect people, keep them as safe as possible. And so I just asked Andrea, do you have any other good tips? To help out, mm-hmm. she said, "Wash your hands." There you go. That's it. That's all. Just that's all we've been saying. Do you see this other thing too, though, from Ryan, who says, "If you don't have a thermostat or a thermometer already, mm-hmm. buy one." Hmm. Yeah, it's good to know if you're like, having a fever. I coughed ten minutes ago, and you gave me a look like <laughs> I was going to kill you. <laughs> right? I didn't mean I've got, to like, do that. A little bit of a sinus headache. I think that's just allergies. Okay, yeah. And I coughed twice. <laughs> okay, <laughs> you're good. Big whoop. But I, but I think some people like you. When it's constant, all over the news, you can't look at social media. We won't stop, shut up about it. You maybe starts to get in your head a little bit, mm-hmm. right? You get a little nervous. Oh, oh maybe yeah. I've got coronavirus. Oh, it's so popular. This is a good idea. For cheap, you could buy a thermometer because evidently it causes, the virus causes a very high fever that hits very quickly. You get a thermometer, you get a little early warning mm-hmm. detection system there. Well, because I don't know anywhere. Can you even go and get a test? Who even knows, right? Yeah. There's going to be backups at clinics. I'm not going to have them. Uh-huh. Uh, so we're getting word that Trudeau, the Trudeau, so Justin mm, Trudeau yeah. and Sophie, they are quarantined right now, as well as Jugmeat, um, as they have some symptoms. It's not entirely sure if it is uh, coronavirus, but they are getting tested right now. So we're just like waiting for um, the results of that, which is pretty intense. I know it was pretty wild last night. Like when the news came down, it was like it was like an atomic bomb across social media when it, everyone found out that Tom Hanks and his wife, oh. uh, Rita Wilson, have a coronavirus. Like they yeah. have it. They're in Australia. They're like, yeah, we're a little run down. They got the test for free there. Australia has good health care. They have coronavirus. Mm-hmm. And then, you haven't actually seen the video yet, no, but, yet. oh, it is so wonderful. Their son, Chet. <laughs> I know of him. He, yeah, do you know of him? Do you know other things of him? I just, I've seen little clips of him just being, like, kind of reckless and really, this is really funny. I don't know. <laughs> kind of douchey. <laughs> he is very extra, and I kind of like, <laughs> like it. it. And so he gave this, like, update um, <laughs> with no shirt on, backwards hat. 
and uh, he actually says that his parents uh, feel fine, but they're taking all the precautions. So as we all should be taking precautions and preparing for, you know, hopefully the worst that mm-hmm. doesn't happen, but that could. Uh, Jenny, I promise to you right now, when you come down with coronavirus, I will mm-hmm. do a shirtless backwards hat update of how your condition is. The old chat announce. I'll do that. <laughs> Give the old chat. Give me the old chat. <laughs> Thanks for joining the PJ party. For more from Paul and Jenny, get them live 2 to 6 weekday afternoons on The Zone at 91.3 or around the world via the Internet's tubes at thezone.fm. Do them a solid and leave a review wherever you get this podcast and tell your friends about it. Paul and Jenny are both on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, so get in touch. Thanks for joining the PJ Party. Hi, I'm Webmeister Bud. I'm DJ Boitano. I'm Kirsten James. I'm Art Aronson. I'm Paul Bocino. And the Zone's Geek Out Podcast is where we get together each week and talk about geeky stuff like technology, movies, comics, TV, Harry Potter, Star Wars, and how much better Marvel is than DC. So much better. Come on, man. Captain America. Calm down, Art. You can find us wherever fine podcasts are sold or at thezone.fm slash geekoutpod. With new episodes each Friday, it's The Zone's Geek Out Podcast. Listen, please. Bye!